Welcome back to episode number 86 of the NP Dude. This is Jeff, the NP Dude, giving nurse practitioners a voice. That's all of our voices, guys, so keep comments, questions, concerns, headaches, problems, Facebook issues. <laughs> we got a couple of them today. Um, whatever it is, I don't care. I want to hear about it. I want you to email me, jeff at the npdude.com. You can always catch me on Facebook. Send me a PM through there. You can also tweet to me, which I got a couple followers. Nothing big deal going on the Twitter, uh, but that's an option. You can uh, Instagram me. I'm on that. I still don't know what the hell that's for, but it's there. If anybody wants to Instagram me, I don't know if you just take a picture and send it to me. I, I don't know. Somebody explain that. I still don't understand it. I don't do anything with it. I just set it up and then it just sits there. Um, likes. We're at like 1080. Well, it's almost 1100 likes. That's pretty cool. That went pretty quick. We went right over that thousand mark. We went almost to 1100. So keep liking, sharing, spreading the word, sending... Um, sending me PMs, sending me questions and show topics, but you can also give me a rating. The ratings are great ways to do it because it shows up that you gave a rating so other people see that you liked it and that you took the time to do the rating. And uh, what it also does is when you go and Google the NP dude, it comes right up with the Facebook page and it shows that uh, the rating's right there. If you don't think I'm a five, which I gotta be honest with you, I don't think I'm a five, but everybody keeps telling me I'm fives. So I wanna hear some, some uh, shoot me a four or a three, but tell me why. I wanna hear the reasons why you're, you think that, uh, that I'm not a five. I don't care, it's open source. You can tell me I'm a one, I don't care. Tell me why though, I wanna hear good reasons why. So, um, other things, I got a lot of responses about chronic intractable t-shirts. So I got like, I don't know, a dozen people that are like, I want one. Send me one, dude. All right, so I'm, I'm going to try to work it out. I, I got to see what's going on. I, I got a local t-shirt guy that I know secondhand that um, maybe he can work on the graphics for me. I'll throw him some cash and see what this looks like and see what we come up with. I don't know. I'm just debating on it. I, I'm, I would like to do it, but I don't want to do it cheesy. I want to make it look nice. So it's not going to be anything that's going to happen anytime soon, but um, maybe by fall. We'll get them, I hope. <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, you guys shoot me your ideas on what you think would be a funny one. Here's my, my idea right now, and I, I want to see what you guys think. I'm thinking of, uh, if you know the Godfather theme of their like logo with the puppet master strings and the, the marionette strings, the guy with the hand, and uh, doing that, but I'm thinking about doing the same type of lettering of chronic intractables, but instead of the uh, hand doing something medical. I don't know. I don't know what to do yet. I'm, I'm kind of like roadblocked on it. So somebody give me some ideas. What do you think? If that's a stupid idea, I don't know. It's just what the, the first thing that popped in my mind. Usually I don't, I don't put a lot of energy into things that pop into my mind. Yeah, it sounds good. Let's go with it. Um, but give me your ideas, guys. Whatever you think uh, would be funny. It's got to be funny, though. I'm not going to do something serious because, God, I'm the NP dude, for crying out loud. Nobody should be taking me super serious. All right. All right, Facebook. Ohio Facebook group. Firestorm. Firestorm. A lot of firestorm. And uh, the reason I want to talk about this is not only... Um, for the obvious uh, reason of why it was posted, but for maybe some etiquette issues that are out there because there's a lot of people getting pissed off and a lot of bad etiquette. And um, so anyways, we are all well aware of the issue about acute care NPs and FNP issue, right? I mean, do we have to go through all of it? I'm going to I'll do a quick brief overview, but then we're going to move on pretty quick. FNPs working in the acute care setting. 
should they, shouldn't they? And it's a very heated debate across the country. And it seems like some states have it kind of hammered out and given some good guidance. And others like Ohio haven't given any real guidance other than just the fact that you can follow a t the, the, the Ohio's uh, nomogram or whatever you want to call it to um, direct your decision making as far as is it within your scope of practice or outside of your scope of practice. It's not practice setting driven, it's skills based. Are you trained? Do you have, you know, have you done enough of them, witnessed, that type of stuff, right? Do you feel comfortable doing it? And it's a whole question like, yes or no, follow this nomogram, and that's it. So it was pretty easy. It wasn't really that, that difficult to, to use, and most people did a pretty good job of following that nomogram. And the problem is, is that you get a couple FNPs that are doing things that, in my opinion, and I agree with the original poster on Facebook, that there's FNPs that shouldn't be doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. I get it. We all have different scopes, and we should respect that. Here's the issue that came up, though. The director of Wright State sent an email to the Ohio Board of Nursing with complaints, and, and it was a complaint, that family nurse practitioners were working in inappropriate places across the state, and that they were responding to um, information that was given to them. And that that's fine. That's fine that that happened. However, well, I guess it's not fine. Here's my biggest problem with all this. And I've talked about this in the past. Whenever you ask a government to get involved with anything, they're going to make it worse. So by inherently taking this from right state, which is a government entity, they're they're a they're a um, public school, they're a state school. So she's a government employee asking another government employee to regulate everybody. Kind of pisses me off. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> if you got a problem, you go to our state agent, or state organization, and say, "Hey, we should probably form a committee to help hash out what the scope of practice means." And then, and then after we've got some kind of consensus among ourselves, if we need help from the government, maybe we should do it after we talk to everybody. Should have been a good good move, in my opinion. I just think that's the, always the best alternative. My analogy is you don't go to your neighbor's house and look in their window and say, oh, they're living like pigs. I'm going to call the cops. You, number one, you shouldn't even go looking in your neighbor's window, <laughs> right? But if the crap starts spilling out the front door and it makes your property look like crap, what do you do? You go over and say, hey, do you need help picking this crap up? You help them. You work it out. You don't go to the state you don't go to the government and say, hey, fix this for us, because we can't fix it ourselves. That's bull. We can fix this ourselves. We should be fixing this ourselves. This goes all across the country. So that's my, my I'm begging other people in other states that have some authority. Don't involve the state board unless you absolutely have no recourse. If somebody's not safe and they're killing somebody, yeah, sure, turn them in. I get it. But don't ask for an opinion on something that, that a private organization or private group of people can figure out because it's going to be better for you. I promise you. <laughs> it just will be. Don't get them involved. So that was the first faux pas, in my opinion, was that it's very suspicious that a state employee, state university employee, that is losing ground in getting applicants to their program for acute care NP because they probably, and I have no idea if they even have an FNP, why don't they start an FNP program? Right? Why not, why not do both and figure it out together? Right? 
That, that would be the logical, you know, the, the, the fair market private response would be, well, wait a second, there's more, there's more need for FNPs, let's start an FNP program, seems to make sense, right, or let's ramp up our existing FNP program, or whatever, still have the acute care if somebody wants to do it, but if more people are being requested to have an FNP than acute care, which I'm not saying there, is, there are, but if that's true, then why not join it? Why not, why not work with them then? doesn't seem to make sense. Instead, what do they do? They try to stifle competition. That's what it appears as. Now, is that really this individual's intent? I have no idea, but it sure as hell looks like it on the face. So anyways, this individual wrote a Facebook page uh, uh, post on the Ohio Facebook group. It says, after the Ohio Attorney General has decided not to make a decision... It's went back to the board, and well, so now it sure looks like you need an acute care certificate to, to do uh, FNP in the acute care setting. So why don't you give us a try here at Wright State? And so it was a marketing ploy. <laughs> it's too soon, dude. <laughs> you can't do that yet. Even if you're, you have the best intentions, it just looks bad. It may, it's throwing fuel on the fire. So, of course, I said, isn't Wright State Director, which I knew it was the individual that posted this, because I read their letter to the state, isn't the, the director, which I'm playing passive here, right? Isn't, she, isn't that the individual that started all this in the first place? And now they're looking for business? Doesn't seem to make sense, right? And so that started a firestorm. And uh, so, yeah, I was being rhetoric. I was being snide. But, man, they did it the wrong way. They're, she's asking for it. <laughs> she's asking for it. She's probably very good at her job. And she's probably very nice because there was one person that came to her defense and started yelling at me. And, um, and that's okay. She can yell. I don't care. But, you know, it's just... It, it's so very obvious what's going on. It's so obvious. She's trying to drum up business. She's trying to drum up business at the, at the stake of FNPs working in urgent cares for hospitals and now having to get an acute care certificate uh, for no real reason other than this, this individual is trying to drum up business. That's one state person trying to, to utilize the, another form of the state to get other people to do something that the state will benefit from. Does that make any sense? Is there really that many people that are unsafe? If there's somebody that's acting outside of their scope and intubating people without having the proper training, skill, or knowledge, then then you know what? You file a complaint, a complaint against that individual, which be prepared for a defamation suit, but, but um, file a complaint against that individual, and then that individual will be brought before the board, and if they're acting outside of their scope of practice legitimately, then they should get dinged. They should, get, they should go away. They should lose their license or they should, you know, get fined or whatever the board's actions should be at that point, which, you know, that's even questionable in my opinion, right? Because I'm not sure they're that great at picking out what is important. But that being said, I think that 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 would be the proper action. If there's three or four people in the state that are doing not doing what they're supposed to be doing, bring an action against those three or four people. That's what the board is there for. It's not the revamp everything that, that affects the livelihoods of thousands, potentially, for the sake of the, the, this one individual drumming up business. That's what it looks like. Whether you're doing that, I don't even know if she listens to the show. Probably not. But if she happens to listen to the show, or there's a Wright State student out there that's listening to the show, and you want to share this with your professor, I'm sure she's a great professor. That's not the issue. 
the issue is that this individual did it the wrong way. You went to the other government agency to, to drum this up, and it looked the impropriety, the appearance of impropriety of, of backdoor deal to get more business is what is showing through, and it's not going to work for it. It's going to hurt you more. It's going to hurt your university. And you probably have a very good program. I have no idea. I'm on the other side of the state. I could care less about Wright State. I never will go there. Never will go there. So anyways, I just, I, I was very disheartened that this individual would already go there. And I don't know what she's thinking. It, like, we're that ignorant that we don't know who she is. I just, it, most people know who this person is. Especially the people that are really pissed off about it. I'm not really that pissed off about it. I'm just frustrated that a government agency is going to another government agency that's screwing over the average, pu the, the public. Whether it was intentional or not, that's, that's what you did. You screwed a bunch of people. And there's a bunch of FNPs that are trying to get jobs that are out there that are all APRNs trying to advance our profession as an APRN that are now getting screwed over for jobs that that um, they're, they're not hiring an acute care NP now because they're going to PAs because of this infighting. Way to go. Not good. Didn't work, didn't work well for you. The, the consequences weren't well thought out. Should have talked about it first behind closed doors with our own association, period. That's my point. So it's a guide to all you guys out there. Talk to your association first. Don't go running to the government first. Don't go running on Facebook, ramming your mouth off like that. You talk to the agency that you, that's involved. Talk to your state organization, not the state agency. Sorry, I slipped. Not the agency. That's the, that's the government. You don't talk to them. Talk to them if they ask you a question. That's when you talk to them. You comply. That's what, I'm not saying not to comply with the government. I'm just saying don't wave your red flags figure out what's going on first, you may not have really any red flags at all, or you make, may make the problem 10 times worse, which is usually what happens. Ugh. All right. I feel better now. I vented. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else? I got a question uh, from somebody. This is a quick one. Somebody is a student that was asking about, um, they're doing their, their DNP research project. And they're doing an online something or other. I don't even know what it was. Something about health status. I don't know. And their professor made a recommendation in you know in happenstance that maybe they should get an LLC to protect them from liability from their their research project. And I didn't understand the question at first. At first, I thought it was somebody practicing and said, "Should I get an LLC?" for this online tool that I'm utilizing and, and revamping or you know, something like that to protect me from liability. And I'm like, well, it, you know, if you're asking the question about liability and should I do something f to protect me from liability, the fact that you're asking that question tells me that there's enough concern that getting an LLC is cheap. If you're a company or if you think it's a side business that might turn into something, get the LLC. It's not going to hurt anything. You don't have to file taxes under it if you have zero income. So it's, it just sits there. It's just an LLC. just sits there. It's just a piece of paper. It's locking up a name. Now, if you start generating revenue, then you then you got to, you know, you get an EIN number, and you gotta, or, or you sole proprietor through, or, you know, you get some weird funky hybrid that's not the best choice. But should you get an LLC if you're doing a research project for school? And I'm like, I don't think so, dude. I think you're fine. I don't think there's any liability there. Now, if people are relying on your information and you're negligently telling them, then maybe I could see that. But the problem is, is that there's no other activity through this LLC. It's purely a, a, a veil 
and they'll pierce that pretty easily. So it doesn't really protect you anyways if you're only doing it for just that purpose. But if you are doing it as a company, as an ongoing concern, and that you have good intentions of making this a business or you know something, yeah, you sure you sure can make it limit your liability. It's a great idea. But for an individual student that's doing a research project, I don't care. I don't see any real benefit. It's a waste of money. I don't know why that professor would say that. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that's just overprotection. You could do it. It doesn't hurt anything. It's just a waste of money. So anyways, that's it. That was the easy one. Um, what else do we want to talk about today, guys? There was um, a little bit more about the uh, the federal law, right? I still can't remember the name of it. Every time I read it, I'm like, God, i got to remember this law because it's so lame. It's so lame, I can't even remember the name of it. It's like the, the better health care law or something. I mean, it's so cheesy. It's the Senate bill. And, um, you know, you got a majority of the Republicans in the Senate, a majority in the House, and, a, in, and the presidency, right? So you got a super majority, and they can't get whatever it is that they think they need to get done, done. It's so weird, right? Shouldn't the Republicans be able to just repeal? They've been saying it. They've they proposed, like, 70 proposed laws while Obama was in office to repeal Obamacare. And now they can't get one done? It's ridiculous. So if this doesn't prove to everyone that our politicians are a scam, then I don't know what will. They've got a supermajority. They hate the law. They're on record how many times saying that they hate this law. More than anything, more than life itself, they hate Obamacare. And yet, whether I believe it's crap or not doesn't matter. The issue is, these guys said it, and now they're not doing nothing. Oh, no, no, we can't repeal it all. Oh, we got to replace it. We got to replace it with this. It's not even a repeal and replace. You can't even call it a repeal and replace. It's a slight modification to the existing law. Now, you can argue on whether what the terms of slight mean, but in reality, it doesn't change that much. It really doesn't. So Democrats, stop being pissed off about it. It ain't doing nothing. And Republicans, start being pissed off because they're not doing what they told you they were going to do. So it's just, it's a joke. Now McCain, right? McCain has glioblastoma. And he's flying back and he voted. And he basically said he's not voting for it. The repeal and replace. Because it's not good enough. I don't know. They got shot down like yesterday. Again. So the House sent theirs, they passed it, sent it to the Senate, they won't pass it, the, the Senate can't even pass one. And why is that? Why is that? The senator, the, the senators are like forever. They're, they're there forever, no term limits, right? They're always there. The, the, the representatives, the House of Representatives, they come home more. They come home. They gotta see you a little bit more. Even, even still not that much, but, but at least they come home. <laughs> they don't live in D.C. all the time. They come home. They have to answer to you. You can get rid of them a little easier than you get rid of a senator. Senators usually, once they're there, they're locked in for a long time. The House of Representatives, they change over more. So the senators are like, yeah, I'm not giving anybody any reason to get rid of my ass. I got a nice cushy thing here going on. I'm making tons of money doing backdoor deals and insider trading and things like that that would that would put me or you in jail. They're allowed to do by law. So why would they rock the boat that much? So nothing no one no, nothing new. No news is is news, right? And that's the big deal on on Capitol Hill right now. I'm trying to think what else. There was a couple other little things I saw that were just like, "Ooh, I want to talk about that." I don't know. I'm late for work and I'm driving fast, so I'm going to hang up soon, huh? All right, guys. So 
Um, keep those ideas and show topics coming to me. Keep sending me things, um, issues that you're having problems with, because if you're having problems with it, I say it all the time, chances are there's a hundred other people having the same exact problem, and I probably don't even know about it. So help me, help you, help me. See how that works? I went back and forth there a couple times. It's just being funny. Keep liking and sharing the show, guys. Don't forget to give me a rating. You can give me a rating on iTunes. I'm still stagnant on iTunes ratings, but I know i got a ton of people because when I look at the frequency of listened shows, because it gives me that, but it doesn't tell me how many people are actually listening to it, it the, the, the little sliding bar thing, some of the older shows that were like hammered hard a while ago are only like half the bars. So they're they're still getting still getting listened to, uh, but not nearly as frequently as some of the newer shows. So I know there's a lot of newer people listening to the new shows and going backwards. So I appreciate you guys doing that. You can always go back, skip all the way back to 001, episode one, listen to my intro. You can get a little bit more information about me and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And uh, just trying to help out, just trying to, to be part of this awesome community that, that are nurses and EPRNs in particular. So... Um, just, just take a listen there and, and tell me what your thoughts are. You tell me I suck, that's okay. I'm okay with it. I probably suck. Sorry, intersection. She's not moving very fast there. Thank you. But uh, just keep spreading the word, guys. I appreciate what you guys are doing. And oh, don't forget the Amazon affiliate link. I got a bunch of weird stuff. I was going to do the weird thing of the day, right? The weird purchase of the day. There's a uh, weird purchase of the day. And I just I scrolled through this morning to see what people were buying. Uh, rubberneckers travel game. So somebody must be going on vacation with their kids because they bought Rubberneckers. Rubberneckers travel game, you can catch it on Amazon. Don't forget to use my Amazon affiliate link. It doesn't charge you anything extra. All you got to do is click on the link. It sends you to Amazon. You do the purchasing that you otherwise would have done and it uh, doesn't charge you anything. Nothing more. But what it does do is it kicks me just a couple percent of that purchase. It's not very much. So each purchase, you know, $8 purchase, I get a couple pennies. Not a big deal. But when you add it up, you guys are you guys are racking up some money for me so that I can help pay for my web hosting because it's going to get expensive soon. And we might use this as a way to buy some T-shirts and things like that so that we can um, we can uh, use those as maybe some uh, gifts or things to people that want to participate in show stuff. So um, that might be an idea too. So don't don't forget to be one of my chronic intractables. Send me show ideas, and we'll talk soon.